Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. All the signs are pointing to a peace treaty being presented to the nation of Israel this year. 2019 just might be the year that the Antichrist is revealed and then the peace treaty will be broken after three and a half years. But friends, what must come before that? The rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Well, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 27, 2019. While I realize that this is not necessarily breaking news, what is interesting is that Pompeo also said, Ultimately, the Israelis and the Palestinians will have to come to an agreement. In other words... It is a foregone conclusion that there will be an agreement. Well, seems that the pressure is on the Trump administration, and it's mounting. And it's evidenced by this Jerusalem Post article about how Jared Kushner is planning Trump's peace push before the heat of the 2020 presidential race. According to the Post, Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, who is leading the peace team, will be a public face of the effort while also leading the private push for a resumption of talks. He then reportedly plans on being involved in Trump's re-election bid once the general campaign enters full swing in the spring of 2020. Stay with me. Notice the timeline. Nothing's going to happen until April 9th. But immediately after the elections in Israel on April 9th, peace plan. And oh, by the way, they might have to because they need enough time after April of this year and the beginning of next year when the presidential campaign is in full swing. So let's see if my math is right. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, let's call it January, February. So we got 11 months, the better part of a year. Something is going to have to happen 
And we're told that ultimately they will have to accept something. They may not like this, but they're going to have to accept something. Well, the jury may be out on when the peace plan is unveiled, and certainly the jury may be out on whether or not said peace plan will be successful, but there's no question that the verdict is in concerning the threat of war from Iran in Syria. According to Al-Arabiya, the commander of Iran's air force, Brigadier Aziz Nasir Zadah, said that Iran will, quote, eliminate Israel from the earth. This comes after Israel's military said on Monday it struck Iranian Quds targets inside Syria and warned Syrian forces not to attack Israeli territory or forces. Now, (laughs) I realize that any breaking news concerning Israel and what is happening on its northern border there in the Golan with Syria, with Iran, with Russia, Turkey at all, is eclipsed by virtue of what is happening here in America. And please don't misunderstand me. I realize that it is a very serious problem that we are facing in our country. We are, as one said, in uncharted territory with what is happening on the eve of the State of the Union and the government shutdown and the all-out war, sadly, between the Democrats and the Republicans. I don't want to get into that, but it does play into what we're talking about today. As you might imagine, Israel will never sit idly by in the face of any threat, especially a threat coming from Iran. Al-Arabiya published another report about how Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel's airstrikes on Syria on Monday had mainly targeted military positions set up by Iran, which he warned would face consequences for threatening to destroy Israel. Quoting Netanyahu, We are operating both against Iran and against the Syrian forces that are abetting the Iranian aggression. We will strike at anyone who tries to harm us. Whoever threatens to eliminate us bears full responsibility. Make no mistake about it. These are not just threats of war. They are to be taken very seriously and rightfully so. On Thursday, Ynet News published a report based on an annual assessment of security challenges done by the Institute for National Security Studies, INSS, in which they conclude that Israel could face military conflicts on three different fronts, Syria, Lebanon, and the Gaza Strip at the same time in 2019. That's this year. We're on the cusp of February 1st this week. And the timeline is already in place and the clock is already ticking. And I will liken it to this having a shelf life. 
an expiration date, if you will. In other words, something has got to happen. And it doesn't stand a reason, as far as I'm concerned, that it's going to be delayed any longer because it cannot be delayed any longer. So if Israel is facing this three-front war sometime this year, and it really comes first and foremost by way of Syria, is that not what we're told is going to happen in Isaiah 17 verse 1 about the complete and total destruction of Damascus, Syria? And doesn't it also comport with what we know about the prophecy in Ezekiel 38, that at the helm of this alliance of nations are Russia, Iran, and Turkey, but there's no mention of Syria? Could it be that this three-front war explains the absence of Syria, Isaiah 17.1, Lebanon, my birthplace, not mentioned in Ezekiel 38, It explains the absence of all the surrounding peoples, if you will. I suppose we shouldn't be surprised by this Times of Israel article about information warfare, global warming, and the danger of nuclear war bringing us as close to destroying the planet as ever as the symbolic doomsday clock stayed at two minutes to midnight. The Times quotes the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists as saying that humanity now faces two simultaneous existential threats, either of which would be cause for extreme concern and immediate attention. You know what's interesting to me is almost like the world, the unbeliever has a better grasp on the urgency of the hour in which we live than does the believer. What really caught my attention about this article, and this is why I wanted to share it, is that they quote Jerry Brown. He's the executive chair of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists and former governor of California. I'm quoting now. The blindness and stupidity of the politicians and their consultants is truly shocking in the face of nuclear catastrophe and danger. We are almost like travelers on the Titanic, not seeing the iceberg up ahead, but enjoying the elegant dining and music. Brown the article goes on, also took issue with journalists who report on every word the U.S. president utters on social media. That, my friend, is a full-time job. (laughs) Journalists, yes, you love Trump's tweets. You love the news of the day, Brown says. You love the leads that get the clicks. But... The final click could be a nuclear accident or mistake, and that is what we all have to be worried about. Oh my, 
Sounds like sudden destruction to me. Sounds like it could happen suddenly coming upon them and they will not escape. Dare I say that we may very well be one click away? I believe we are. I don't want to sound sensational or provocative, but this is how I live my life. Week in, week out, day in, day out. I am keenly aware, and by the way, I have no unfinished business. I'm living my life like the Lord could come back today. I will have no regrets if that trumpet sounds. I'm as ready today as I would be if it's not 10 years from today. That's how I want to live my life, occupying until he comes. But it's living your life in such a way that you realize that it's one click away. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Let me take it a a step further and we'll bring it in for a close. Think this through with me. One click away from a strike on Damascus, Syria, that totally destroys that city, becoming a ruinous heap. Now, subsequent to that strike, Russia, Iran, and Turkey invade Israel to take a spoil. One click away. You know how you double click on the mouse? You'll forgive the computer metaphor or the trackpad or whatever your device is. That first click leads to the second click and then everything just opens up and goes down. That's how close we are. We're one click away. And this is why we do these weekly prophecy updates, because we're that close. It's also why we end with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the ABCs of salvation, which is a childlike, simple explanation of how to be saved. What do you mean? Saved from eternity in hell. What? Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish in hell for all eternity, but would be saved and be in heaven with him for all eternity instead. That's the gospel. The good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. The good news is is that Jesus came and died on that cross in our place. He was buried and rose again on the third day, and he's coming back one day. That's the good news. That's the gospel. How do you respond? It's so childlike simple. Please know that whenever we do these ABCs of salvation, we wish in no way to insult anybody's intelligence. Jesus said, unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. 
And I, for one, am so glad that the gospel was childlike, simple, because if it was complicated, I don't know that I would have ever got saved. I mean, think about it. Aren't you glad that the gospel, to get saved, you have to know quantum physics? Shoot me now. <laughs> I'm doomed, man. That's how I, ha- that's how I could be saved? No. It's so simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned against a righteous and holy God. That you're a sinner, that you need a Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. No one's a good person. Romans 3.23 says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's what actually the word sin means, by the way. It's an archery term. An archery term. You miss the mark. So if you were an archer in that day, and it's your turn, and you take the arrow, and you put it in the bow, and you aim for the bullseye, and you miss, you sinned. How's that one? (laughs) You sinner. You missed the mark. You fell short of the glory of God. You didn't make the bullseye. So what's the penalty? Oh, it's the death penalty. That's bad news, I know. But the badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. I know that's not proper English. Please do not email me. (laughs) For the wages, Romans 6.23 says, of sin is death. That's the penalty. But, here's the good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A, here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, that if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Wow, that's really simple. I know. So you're telling me that if I acknowledge my sin, turn to the Lord, put my trust in the Lord, believe in the Lord, and that God raised Jesus from the dead, I will be saved. Yeah. One more thing. You need to call upon his name and confess with your mouth. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10 as well. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. I love that word justified. It's justified, never sinned. It's one of those words that actually means how it sounds. I am justified. It's just if I'd never sinned. Because he paid for my sin on the cross. And though my sins were as scarlet, he has made them white as snow by the power of his blood that was shed in my stead. And he remembers them no more. He removes them as far as the east is from the west. Paid in full, baby. Is it bad to say it like that? That's not very pastoral, is it? (laughs) It is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10, 13, lastly, 
All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Isn't it reasonable to conclude as you look at what's happening in the world that all of these things were predicted in God's word? That everything we were told would happen particularly in Israel, to Israel, against Israel? Isn't it reasonable to conclude that it's happening now? Well, pastor, with all due respect, so many people throughout the generations have thought that the Lord would return in their lifetime. But he hasn't come yet. I know. Aren't you glad, by the way? I know I am. I am so glad that Jesus did not come back and rapture the church in 1981. Because I didn't get saved till 1982. And this is what Peter says about how God is slow, seemingly, because he's not willing that any should perish but that all should come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So he's giving you, (laughs) us, more time. But there is coming one time when that last Gentile is going to get saved. And when that last Gentile gets saved, we're out of here. That trumpet's going to sound, and the dead in Christ are going to rise first. It can happen at any time. Again, we're one click away. Now, here's the question. If you've never called on the name of the Lord, wouldn't it also be reasonable to conclude that you should not put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life? I make no assumptions. I know I'm quote-unquote preaching to the choir, as it were, but also online. Maybe there's somebody watching this online. And what I've shared today makes sense. And the Lord has spoken to your heart, and he's knocked on the door of your heart. I pray that you would let him in and that you would call upon him in Jesus' name. Why don't you all stand and we'll pray. Father in heaven, I am so grateful to you for Bible prophecy, the impact that it has on our life, the urgency that it creates in our lives. Lord, I pray for anyone here or anyone watching online that has never put their trust in you, believing in you, acknowledging their sin before you and calling upon you, that today would be the day of their salvation. And Lord, Maranatha, come quickly. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kariohe. 
Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in His love.